Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 198 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie is going to talk about some new fitness and health goals, objectives she set for herself. I'm going to talk about what my renewed commitment to using my good genes, my lactic acid on my face at night, where we are with that. And we're also going to talk about a question that came up over and over again in your DMs that you sent last week before the episode we recorded. And we didn't get to this particular question last week, so we're going to dig into that on this episode. Also, we're going to talk a little bit about SEC football. So, how about it? As always, we are so glad y'all are here, and we hope you enjoy episode 198. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And I don't know what's going on there. Well, we've, we're in our first day of virtual learning today. Okay. All right. Um, and I'm going to say it went pretty much the way I would expect it to. So, um, but I, you know, I don't know. We started the day with a panic. Carolyn doesn't have a first period this year. So her day started at the crack at 10, 15, <laughs> which. Listen, that's, the, that's <laughs> the, the senior dream come true right there. It is. And then it started with that. And then after I had told her um, repeatedly, like, hey, last night, I was like, hey, make sure that you have everything. Like the teachers had been sending out like the links for Google Classroom and all the stuff. I said, make sure you have everything. So we're not in a last minute panic. And at 1013, I hear her go, mom. Then it was like, oh, yeah, because your computer and connected to the Internet, which is mm-hmm. part of what I had told you last night. Like, make sure. But listen, that's what I'm saying. But first day of senior year. So um, which I would think I would be more you know, sad, but it doesn't really feel like much of a senior year right now. I don't know what it would take to feel deep emotion at this point. (laughs) I don't know what series of circumstances would have to happen, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I, I feel relatively numb in terms of emotion what else? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's funny because I have been reading the new hunger games, you know, there's the prequel yes. to the hunger games, the yes. ballad of songbirds and snakes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, I've been reading it and I remember a simpler time. I don't remember <laughs> the first group of hunger games books, but I remember thinking these are really interesting because they're very escapist in mm-hmm. the way that like a Harry Potter is where mm-hmm. this is like nothing that would ever actually really happen. Right. I mean, this is, it's just, it's like fantasy sci-fi kind of whatever. I'm going to tell you, I've been real disturbed reading the ballad <laughs> songbirds and snakes. It's a little close to home, does it? It's a little too close to home now. That's what I'm saying. It's not really the same vibe as I had with the original hunger games back in 2006 or whenever that was. Oh goodness. Well, we, we start to school tomorrow and you know we're at school every day but we just have a different kind of schedule so the kids don't go to as many classes every day mm-hmm. so I don't know I'm optimistic I'm optimistic yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be okay I really do I I will say this though today we had a new student welcome day we had well, mm-hmm. just some 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 things for our new students And I spent the first part of the morning running back and forth, trying to get some things set up and ready, wearing a mask inside, outside, inside, outside, back and forth to the point that my Apple watch said to me, like, good job, Sophie. (laughs) I was by 830. I was way ahead where I normally am for the day in terms of my movement. So I was so hot. I just need oh. to, I just need to, to say how hot I was. And I 
I just kind of had the realization like, okay, this is what it's going to be like. And again, thank you. And, Mm -hmm. and, and kudos. And I won't even say kudos, like straight up kudos to our medical personnel, to the people in our grocery stores and our essential businesses who have been doing their jobs in masks all this time. Yeah. I have not had that experience yet. And I today got a lesson in, Mm. wow, this is stuffy. This is a stuffy situation to run back and forth in a mask, you know, in the morning time and it turned out great and the kids were great. And, mm-hmm. but I just was like, okay, this is, this is going to be a little bit different in terms of your standard yeah. work day. So, yeah, yeah. We're just kind of doing things a little bit different. I know mm-hmm. it's, it's just a weird and we're supposed to gradually phase back in. So hopefully we're just virtual for these first several weeks and then we'll be back on campus at some point. Um, but I will say that yesterday on Sunday, Caroline played. It was the first soccer game that I had seen her play. Really the first soccer, first real live sporting event I had watched since yeah. February. Wow. And I'm going to tell you that I could not have been happier. It was 147 degrees. Mm-hmm. I mean, le- legit at kickoff, we got a thing that was like, San Antonio is under a massive heat advisory for the day. And I'm like, of course it is. But I was like this, I could sit here all day. Like I was okay. like this, it was so great. It was so great to watch her play, but I've talked about, she's coming back from this. She had a really bad sprained ankle at the end of February. We've gone through all this stuff. You know, it's still kind of, we're still having to watch it and really baby it and whatever. And so I've started wearing, she got a new Apple watch for her birthday. I've been wearing her old one to, it's an experiment to see if I like an Apple watch. Yes. And so I've been wearing it and I was sitting there and every like two minutes, the thing would go, ting, you need to remember to breathe. Like that was... (laughs) That was a little bit of normalcy, wasn't it? That was a little was, bit of normalcy. It was. And I thought, but it's such a different thing because before I've always sat there and I've been nervous because I want her to do well and I want her to, and this time I'm like, oh, we've shifted because here's what I want. Just Lord, let that ankle hold. Like, I don't even care about the rest. Like, just let the ankle hold. But I laughed. I was like, oh, Apple Watch is just flat calling me out. Mm-hmm. You haven't breathed in one minute. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it helps you. And I was like, oh, yeah, you were right. Just reading your mail, sitting there reading your mail. <sighs> No, so well, I'm 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 gonna be hopeful heading back in that it's gonna be great. So we yes. shall see. I will say though today when I was when I was burning up and stuffy, you know, trying to get everything done, the same thing happened that happened to me earlier this weekend that I told you about. Because if y'all don't know this, we did a Patreon episode last week about skincare, and Melanie essentially it was her. Mm-hmm. It was essentially her graduate thesis that she presented to our Patreon audience about the, 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 the three critical components of skincare, yes. which I will just go ahead and say are vitamin C, sunscreen, and retinol. See, I remember. Yes. I remember what yeah. you taught us. Good job. So Good over job. the course of that episode, I felt convicted, compelled, inspired, <laughs> to really step up my game with my vitamin C and my good genes from Sunday Riley, the lactic acid, just, just to be more consistent with that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I tend to be all or nothing with things. So I don't, I don't really do camping out and sort of the halfway that great. So I'm either like on the couch asleep or I'm, you know, in my workout clothes <laughs> as soon as I get up. So Here's the deal. I really committed last week when we recorded to alternate, like to do my vitamin C in the morning, my lactic acid at night. And it was so hot here this weekend. And Saturday I went walking and nearly clawed my face off. Yeah. That when the salt, the sweat would hit my face and it would interact with everything that has been, had been going on. It was, it was painful. And so again today, cause I used my vitamin C this morning, but when I, I started sweating behind that mask, and listen, you would, you would probably say, Melanie, that that's proof yes. that it was doing its job because it Absolutely. hurts. Yeah. But that's, I don't, I don't know. I'm not accustomed. I'm not accustomed <laughs> to wanting to claw my face off. So I've got to. It's because that skin it. is raw. It's raw uh-huh. newborn baby skin, which is what you want. <laughs> so 
you're on the right track. But when you texted me and told me, well, yeah. And when you texted and told me my face is on fire, but then you went into like, you didn't, you didn't start slow. Like I'm like, it's, it's, no. it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You can't just pile all this on your face. It's like, I mean, I've been training for years for this, yeah. you know, I just like, went in like I'd been running forever. That's what I'm telling uh-huh. you. Yeah. And yeah. I, you, you know, went I, straight to, yeah. yeah. And I use stuff occasionally, but I was just like, I'm going to try to do this for myself every day. Now, the vitamin C, I feel like I'm, I'm in pretty good shape with that just because mm-hmm. I mean, my moisturizers are vitamin C moisturizer, even though it's more intense. The, I, I think that's okay, but it's that lactic mm-hmm. acid that I feel like is really, um, there's just some redness that yeah. I, I, has not been my norm. And yeah. even this morning going to work, I was like, oh my goodness, I look like I'm just straight up flushed. <laughs> I think maybe you need to start with maybe once or twice a week with the good genes and then gradually build up to it because I could use that every day of the week now and my skin would be like, what? It doesn't even matter, Mm -hmm. you know, but you have to kind of, I think you have to build, you have to build up to, it's like what I'm doing with my retinol right now. Like I'm, it's a, it's a constant work in progress. Okay. Well, I did not use it last night. I just did vitamin C this morning and then I did my moisturizer and then I did my sunscreen Okay. So, uh, you know, I'm trying to, to be more consistent is what I'm telling you, but I, I don't like the way my face feels when I I'm sweating. Like I don't, I don't like the way the sweat interacts with all those things. No, it does not feel good. I mean, I will say that's, that's a legitimate thing, especially outdoor sweat to me Mm -hmm. is different than indoor sweat because Mm. if I go walk the dogs, my face will burn in a way that it doesn't if I'm just working out like inside. Right. Well, I was not prepared for that. I, mm-hmm. So, and you know, I wear my little Nike hair tie when I walk Yeah. and yeah. it helps, but it doesn't eliminate the sweat rolling uh-huh. down my face. And so anyway, plus it's been super hot here. So anyway, so I'm just, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to uh-huh. do better, but I've, I've had a few little complications because of the yeah. Okay. Well, you just, but at least you're trying. And I think it's like, you have to start somewhere, you know, like you have to, you have to start somewhere and then you have to work your way up. And sometimes it's trial and error because I mean, I listen, my face has peeled 47 times over the course of the summer (laughs) as I've keep trying to open up my retinol, you know, Mm -hmm. up my retinol, but you just have to kind of go back and go, okay, well, three times I got too ambitious. Three times a week was too much. Now I'm back down to two times a week or whatever. So I have also decided, you know, I bought a natural eyelash enhancing serum or they say it's natural. I don't really Uh know. I mean, here's what I'm gonna tell you. It does not work. Uh, it's it's going in the trash it does not work I've used it for three weeks not one thing has happened to my eyelashes I'm going to break down I'm going to order the Revita Brow stuff that you mentioned you need to on the Patreon episode I'm just going to get that and if my eyes turn a different color then so be it I'm I need something that's effective yeah they they aren't going to turn another color you're going to be fine they are not going to turn another color that was back in the olden days that doesn't happen now (laughs) okay well, it's going to be fine. I'm getting it. I'm just waiting to get in the, the stupid Nordstrom sale. Like how, how long do I have to wait? At this point, the Nordstrom sale has been going on for 17 weeks. Yes. And I'm still not in it because I don't have a Nordstrom credit card. And I, I think I can get into it on Wednesday. And at that point, they will have two things left. So, yeah. Well, but they should still have the Revita Brow because I feel like it's a little, it's a, it's a lesser known product because okay. I feel like everybody goes for the Revita Lash. Okay. And I think that what they don't realize is the Revita Brow is to me more effective and has a better applicator. All right. So that's I'm what gonna I'm going to give say. it a go because this stuff that I have, I it, no. think essentially it just may be a tube full <laughs> of some sort of oil. I don't know. It's like canola okay. oil or something. And I'm just yeah. on my eyelashes every night, hopeful. But it, Well, and it's, and I think that's the whole problem is you realize sometimes you can find a good lesser Iced item that you're like, well, this works just as well. This is a great dupe. And then there's other times where you're like, nope, this is garbage. You know, like mm-hmm. this is, yeah, this is not worth it. I so. bought the garbage and I tried the garbage and the garbage is not mm-hmm. effective. So that's yeah. just where no, I am. You got to move on. You got to move on. Yeah. So um, now while you were doing that, I watched a lot of people had recommended this weekend. I watched Brittany runs a marathon on Amazon prime. Okay. I haven't heard of this. Okay. It's a movie. It's, it's an Amazon prime. I think it may be an original Amazon prime movie, but it is so dadgum cute. I really liked it. 
Um, it's super fun. It's about a girl named Brittany who's kind of in her twenties and she's having like a crisis, um, with her weight and her life and just where she is in life. And she, through a series of things, decides she's going to run a marathon. Okay. And it's about her journey to doing that. Okay. When you first mentioned it, I thought it was like Britney Spears runs a marathon. In which case we were about to pause recording so I could watch (laughs) and I'd come back later. Listen, 2020 couldn't be that good to us. Um, I mean, if that mm. is, that's now I'm real sad because that's the show that I need. I that's that's so, the one I really want. Okay. But this is a, this is a fictional movie. This is not a documentary a, about an actual is, person who runs. A it is not. It is not. It's just a cute movie, kind of a rom-com type movie. Brittany runs a marathon. Super cute. Um, I mean, it has some language and some scenes and all that stuff. So keep that in mind, but I'm just saying it's a really good feel good kind of movie. And it kind of made me think that maybe I want to run. I don't seriously, you got on that kick a few, like several years ago, you were going to run. I know. And I didn't remember I did couch to 5k for like, I don't know. I never got to 5k, (laughs) but I got somewhere between couch and 5k. Couch to 2.2k and we were (laughs) real proud of you. (laughs) We were so proud. (laughs) Y'all look at her go. Look at her go. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to find a 2.2K bumper sticker for my car and now, make them. I will say there, I, there have been a couple of times lately because, you know, I walk in the same place all the time and I, I, I do different routes, but there have been a couple of times where I thought when I would kind of get going with my walking, where I thought if I'm going to get faster, it's going to, I'm going to have to run. Uh, like I, I think I have, I have, I have started to to move into kind of the, my maxed out walk. And I have never wanted to run. I still don't want to run, mm-hmm. but I, it has occurred to me that I may have to, I may have to mix it up and, and do a light jog at least a little bit. It, just if I'm going to increase my speed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That you can't go. Any, well, I'm going to tell you that watching Brittany runs a marathon will make you think, I think I could do that. Not a marathon. I have no desire to do anything that requires me to run for four hours straight, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but just to kind of do something because I feel like I'm on a good, like, I mean, I'm lifting weights and I'm doing a lot of that kind of stuff. I probably need a little more cardio, but here's the deal that I've made with myself. Okay. Oh, I haven't even make a deal with yourself. Well, and I haven't even told you the, the most traumatic thing I've decided to do. I believe that performance matters. I've been wanting to make the switch to more natural products for a while now because I know they're better for you with less chemicals and less things that can cause harm, but they have to do their job to keep you smelling fresh all day. That is a no-brainer for me because I live in Texas and it's very hot here. Um, That's why I want to recommend that all of you check out Native. I've learned that switching to an aluminum-free deodorant doesn't mean you have to sacrifice on odor protection because Native will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long, even in Texas. With over 10 scents, including seasonal fragrances, Native has something for everyone. They have popular classics like coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, and cucumber and mint. My personal favorite is the cucumber and mint. It's risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S., plus you get free 30-day returns and exchanges, so you get the chance to see why so many people love Native and check out over 14,000 five-star reviews. Do what I did and make the switch to Native today by going to nativedo.com slash bigboo or use promo code bigboo at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash bigboo or use promo code bigboo at checkout for 20% off your first order. But I, my deal is, is that I'm going to start, I'm going to give myself until like mid to late September, because I'm going to let it get just a little bit cooler outside. Wise, very wise. And so I feel like I'll coincide it with when Caroline can go back to school in person. Okay. And then I will start running because if I start now in this heat, I'm not going to keep it up. It's way too hot. My face is going to burn way too bad. Mm -hmm. But if I'll, if I'll wait till it cools off and here's the thing, I don't have to do it. I'm just, it's going to be like a two to three time a week thing. It's not going to be an everyday thing. So I just have some health goals for myself. So here's the other thing that I can't believe I haven't told you yet. So Gully, so we, Gully works out with me at Brent's okay. where is where I go work out. So Brent's place is called juice boss. And so there's also, they do home, they do juices there. So and I like they're where delicious. this is going. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're delicious. And so Gully 
for context, so she dropped her oldest off at school, off at college for the first time last week. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to say is that she's in an emotionally fragile place where she's probably not really equipped to make the best decisions. Mm-hmm. Or really think about stuff. But before she dropped him off at school, last Monday, she said to me after we finished our workout, she said, I'm really thinking I'm going to do a three-day juice cleanse starting next Monday. She was like, Uh, you want to do it with me? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. uh, And so we ordered our juices and we picked them up today. Okay. After we worked out and we're starting our juice cleanse So glad we're recording this today. So glad we're recording this today. Because if we were to record this, say, Wednesday morning, as my mama oh. would say, I think you might be mean as a snake. I think you might be, I think you might be done Wednesday morning. It's, and here's the thing. We'd already like had them make the juices. So you can't be like, never mind. I don't want to do it. But I was like, so we started virtual schooling. I'm never going to need to drink more than I'm going to need to drink this week. And junk eat junk food and like whatever to make myself feel better. And I was like, and instead I've started, I'm, I've committed to this juice cleanse. I came home. I've got like 24 juices. I know. Don't you have to do it, do them like a, you, it's not like you can just drink juice when you're hungry. You have to keep your body fueled through the juices. Like that's, that is correct. Isn't that I right? Have, oh. I have six, I have six juices. A day. I need to know the flavor <laughs> now because I'm going to, I'm going to make some internal wagers with, with just myself, just for kicks about what, what's really going. Now, I think you will do it because when you commit to something, you were in it and you are not going to let it beat you. But I think yes. there's going to be some good stories on the other side of this is all I'm saying. Well, and they told me, here's what they said. They said, this is not, they were like, the point of a juice cleanse is not to get so hungry that you're angry. They said, so if you need to eat a handful of almonds, if you need to eat some, fresh vegetables, if you need to eat a boiled egg, like, but just try to avoid like no dairy, none of that mm-hmm, for like mm-hmm. three days. Okay. So, I, so, and they said, if you need to eat a piece of turkey, like just whatever. Okay. So pretty much like protein. So I'm like, okay, okay. I think, I think I can do this. Although I told Gully, I was like, why on earth did I listen to you? You just dropped your kid off at college. You're not emotionally stable. <laughs> like you shouldn't be making a, our decisions. This right was now. a terrible decision. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And both of us today were like, okay. Um, so, but they're like, so there's a muscle recovery juice. Most of them have a, some sort of fruit base. So I think that that's going to help me but because I do most of them, not all of them. Well, no, cause there's one called the kale boss. It's <laughs> green. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is going to be your kryptonite. I'm going to call it right now, the kale boss. You're going to hate it. And I know you like kale, but Uh I don't know that the kale boss is going to be your favorite. Uh -uh. I think drinking anything in a puree version is much different. (laughs) I like hamburgers too, but I don't want a blended one to drink through a straw. <laughs> the truest thing you've ever said. <laughs> so, so anyway, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing this week. But we just felt like optimistically, we felt like it would give us a good jump start on, you know, our quarantine eating probably hasn't been what it's needed yeah. to be. We could make some improvements. Um, all of that. Now you will appreciate that in true gully and, me form that we already have planned a happy hour for Thursday well, night. I would expect no less. Where are y'all eating? Is what I want to know. Where are you going? We, we haven't decided that. Is okay. it even going to matter? I mean, is it even going to matter? So, oh, golly. I know. So, oh, anyways, I'm, I've never done this before. Um, so I told Perry and Caroline, I was like, hey, I was like, I'm going to get meals ready for y'all that y'all can eat, but I'm doing this juice cleanse. And Perry was like, why? Why are you doing that? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. It seems like a good idea. I just, I'm trying to get healthier and and eat better and all that stuff. So I'll report back on that. Oh, but, I uh, can't wait. Can't <laughs> wait. The kale boss. Listen, I'll let you I know. feel like if any, if anything happens in this country over the next three days, and it will, <laughs> because why would, why would the next three days be any different than the whole yeah. year? Mm-hmm. I look forward to your most unfiltered <laughs> commentary via text. 
it's going to make, it's going to make my whole week. I hope it's great. I hope that you, you get on the other side of it and you say, you know what? I feel energized. It felt good. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel stronger. I feel, you know, more agile or whatever. Yeah, more I, agile. Really do. I just, yeah. I picture you on how many of those kale bosses do you have to train? I think there's like two kale bosses a day. So I'm going to tell you, I've looked it up. So here's what's in them. And it's apple, pear, kale, red cabbage. <laughs> grapes and strawberry that may not be terrible that may not be terrible no i think it'll be fruit to combat the red (laughs) cabbage in your drink we'll see we'll see how it goes i watched a video not too long ago maybe like a month ago um Natalie Weiss, who is a vocal coach in New York, and she's just incredibly talented, but she, I found an old video of her on YouTube. It popped up and uh-huh. suggestions. She and a friend did a juice cleanse and the way she arranged her day in order to drink the ones <laughs> she liked and her great disdain. I mean, there was a point where she's like, I'm not drinking this anymore. I don't care how hungry I am. I'm not drinking it. Um, but it was very entertaining. Oh, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, that's Gully and I did this like super hardcore thing. Like it's probably been like eight years ago where, and I don't remember all the specifics. I think it was no carb. We did like a no carb kind of thing after. And like Gully would like call me like at three o'clock every afternoon. She'd be like, well, I just ate another boiled egg. And it was, <laughs> it was so terrible. I do like a boiled egg. I, I do too. You know, I like there's, I mean, if you can eat anything to be able to, for them to suggest that you eat protein is great. Cause that's the most filling. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. most fueling to me that, that I like all those foods, but man, that's, I know, mm-hmm. I know. I can't we'll see wait. how it goes. We'll see how it goes, but I just figure what the heck, I mean, here's the thing, 2020, I mean, I mean, let's go ahead and just burn it all down. Right. I mean, it's all terrible. So why not just start your day with a kale boss every day? <laughs> Well, if nothing else, you'll get a book chapter out of it. If nothing else, this will be a book chapter, right? That's true. That's a good way. I like the way you look at that. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's true. Sometimes so, it's just, that's where you have to go with it in order to yeah. get through. So I think yeah. that's great. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. I do have a friend who did a juice cleanse, I guess like two years ago. And she said she got the juice cleanse. And at the end of it, all she did was get the flu. Cause it was like, it was, <laughs> she, was she was just so worn down. She was. I was like, I'll probably get it and then get Corona, but whatever. Just... Oh, goodness. I know. So anyway. Um, okay. Well, I can't wait to hear about that. Now, last week when we took, you know, I asked for general topics from people and mm-hmm. they came in strong with things about parenting and friendship and home and all that kind of stuff. One of the questions that came up over and over and over again, and I really didn't see it until I, after we had recorded and I was going back through my direct messages a lot of people wanted to know how we had managed teenagers and technology, Mm. like how we managed phones when they were younger. Mm -hmm. How, like, do we have any processes and procedures now? How do we handle technology in the home? So I thought, well, enough people asked that so many people asked. (laughs) And since so many people asked, I thought maybe we could, talk a little bit about that what that has looked like yes so what about y'all well let's go back to yeah let's go back to when caroline say first got her phone how did you how did you manage that or did you manage that at all i if i remember correctly i think she got her first phone in fact i know this she got it for she got it for easter fifth grade year was when she got her phone because we knew she was going into junior high she'd been begging for a phone and we were like okay now she's at a point where she actually needs it to communicate Mm -hmm. times and we knew there would be times she'd be school and all that kind of stuff um now I will say that that was a different time because you were probably in the same boat with me we're like Instagram was around, but it wasn't like a huge thing there wasn't snapchat so I felt like we just we got the phone and it was really just more about her texting and calling we didn't put any, I think she, if I remember correctly, I think she got Instagram sometime in seventh grade, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe later than that eighth grade, but it was a while. And then I think then she got on and then she's on Snapchat, which I know everybody's like, eh, Snapchat, but I, um, 
I think it just, I think it's such a big question of, um, do you trust your kids and do you trust them to make good decisions and that kind of thing? So mm-hmm. that's kind of where we are. I mean, like now I will say like her senior year, like I, I really don't monitor anything. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure there are people that are aghast at that, but I just, I trust her and I just, I mean, she's about to be off on her own anyway. And so it feels like I, it's not my job to monitor her. I mean, she's got to kind of figure that out for herself for the mm-hmm. most part. And we've had a lot of talks about, what she needs to avoid and what she doesn't need to do. But I've just always trusted her to make good decisions and she's never given me a reason not to. Yeah. So what about you? Alex got a phone, I think in seventh grade, cause that's when junior high started for him. He got a phone and I use just the Apple thing where you can, you know, you can do the parental controls where you can, they can't download apps. They can't, you uh-huh. know, everything's age restricted and all that kind of stuff. And so we did that for a couple of years. I feel like, just with everything, essentially that phone, he could call, he could text, he had no social media. And that was not even because we said you can't have social media. He just was not interested in social media because I think he associated it with maybe because of my job, he associated it with a lot of drama and he just didn't want to fool with it. And Uh so it was ninth grade, I think before he wanted to have any kind, he, then he wanted Instagram in ninth grade. Uh And that was like spring break of ninth grade. So that was a little late, but he, again, had just not wanted to fool with it. Now we did have a deal back then that when his phone needed to be in our room plugged in like at nine, I think something like that. He didn't keep his phone in his room at night. And that was really just me. And I, I think just more knowing how kids will just stay on their phones all night. I just didn't want uh-huh. them texting people at one thirty in the morning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, at that age, that's really disruptive. You know, if parents have uh-huh. phones in their rooms or whatever. So he had, did he have an iPad? I think he had like an iPad mini, but again, that sucker was, <laughs> we had all the parental controls on that. Uh-huh. But then you kind of hit a point where you're like, well, at some point he's got to figure out how to navigate. I cannot send him to college. I mean, I guess I could, but yeah. I don't want to send him to college with his parental controls turned on. Yeah. Unless, yeah. I mean, if there were a, a place where he was struggling and that was a way to help him, but I'm over explaining. So anyway, yes, yes. So when he turned 16 and he got his driver's license and then he had a car, we were, we kind of hit a point where we were like, okay, if you're old enough to drive a car, you got to be old enough to, to deal with this phone. And Uh he had not given us any reason not to trust us, not to trust him with it. He had done a really good job. He had had social media at that point for a year or so and had done a great job with that. So anyway, so now, I I mean, I I ask him about it more than I look. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just... I check in, you know, to make sure how are things, how things going. I do a little Uh little inventory and, but it's pretty much his thing to manage at this point. And I think he knows, you know, how important it is to be responsible with social media and all that kind of stuff. But I I mean, I know he knows it, but I'm not saying that he's going to get it right forever, but so far he's done, he's done pretty well. And I don't know. So it hasn't been that hard of a thing to manage. Now, there have been some times where we had to break down some text conversations Uh in terms of, of, you know, tone and all that kind of stuff. We've had to do a little coaching, but Uh I, but his, he can download apps now. He's 17. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He can download apps and, um, you know, it's just, it's his, his to use until he gives us a reason to, to question yeah. how responsible he is with it. Yeah. Yeah. I th- and I think that's, I mean, to me, it's such a different because Caroline never, she likes to look on social media. Like she likes to see like funny things on Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat or all, and that's and Snapchat's how she communicates with all her friends. Mm-hmm. But like, we've even talked about like for her Snapchat early on, she was like, I have like six people. I still Snapchat. Like mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, she just doesn't care. Um, and so, and she's not making a bunch of TikToks. Like she doesn't care about doing that. And she did, has never really like her Instagram feed is super boring. Cause she posts something like once every like seven months, you yeah. know, like, so it's, I think it would have been different had she been a kid who was constantly wanting to be on it and like constantly posting stuff. I think I would have been a lot more 
worried about it, mm-hmm. but that wasn't her personality. Um, right. And so that, that kind of makes it different where she was never, that was just never her thing. Now we've talked about every now and then there've been times where we've had to say for different, if we've had drama going on where I'm like, you just need to quit communicating with them right. or you need to cut that off or just be done. And, and she will. I mean, so I think I've thought about this a lot lately because I feel like having a, a 17 year old and you're the same. And like with her starting her senior year and knowing that this time next year, she's going to be on her own. Like, I really think I have really tried to parent from, if I could say anything to young parents, I really feel like I've always tried to parent from a place of being able to say yes to everything I can possibly Mm -hmm. say yes to. Um, And then that way, the things that are no's that we really, the hills that we're going to die on, I feel like we're justified in that because I'm like, we don't really ask that much of you in this, this, and this, but this is something that we absolutely Mm -hmm. stand firm on. So, yep. I don't know. Um, cause I think that builds trust. I think that builds like, so when we say no, I feel like she trusts our no because we're not mm-hmm. saying no to everything. And I just am not, and listen, this is going to come as a big shock as somebody who's about to do a juice cleanse, but I don't really have the mental energy to constantly micromanage every single aspect of her life. And I don't think that that fosters great relationships so much as just saying, I'm going to trust you till you give me a reason not to. Yeah. I have really tried to operate from a place of, I do not have, where I don't have any interest in managing or micromanaging Alex's life. And I'm not saying that monitoring their technology uses is micromanaging at all. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of elaborating on what Melanie said. I'm the same. I think that I want my yeses to be more frequent than my nose. Mm-hmm. And there was something last week where I was like, this is your decision. And you know, there's going to be a consequence either way. Yeah. You've got to be able to, to feel good about that consequence, but I'm not going to tell you what to do because you're 17 years old and you need to make this call. So I like as much as I can, as much as I can put stuff in, in his hands to figure out kind of how to move through that. Just, that's just where we Mm -hmm. are right now in terms of, of age. So I will coach, I will advise, I will give my opinion if he wants it. Yeah. If, certainly if it was dangerous, I would, I would intervene. Yes. But so I, I think we have gotten to a good point with all that. And I think part of that is because we didn't micromanage him so much early on either. You know, we just kind of had, we had sort of policies, Hey, turn that phone in, put it in our room. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It's a, it's a tricky balance. And, and if he had not been trustworthy in those places, we would be in a completely different spot, right? We would not, we would, we'd be in a completely different spot. And so, which is all of our rights as a parent. So, Yeah. yeah. And I told Caroline that early on, I said, if for some reason you don't use this wisely, or if I find out that you're sending stuff or doing stuff or something's going on this phone, I absolutely reserve the right to take it away from you at any Mm -hmm. given time. And I will like, it'll, we will shut it down because I was like, you can, you know, we'll get you a flip phone or a quarter for a pay phone. Like you don't, you don't have to have this. And so I think she always knew that that was true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it helped in that where it's like a phone is like everything else. It's like something that you earn by, by showing us that you can handle it. And I mean, and there were things like, it's hard to look back now because we're at such a different point, but I remember her coaching her like, when she was sending texts to people and I'd be like, Hey, maybe use this emoji. So they know you're being sarcastic or, you know, like they have a little side, like the little side yeah. tongue hangout thing with the yes. eyes going every which way. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we talked a lot about consequences where it's like, you need to know that anything you text to somebody is something that they can forward to somebody else. And that will forever be in writing that they can use or show or whatever. So you have to be really smart about what you put out there. So there was all of that on the front end of it, of like, you need to know that anything you say on your phone could, you know, what they say, eventually be read out loud to you in a court of law. So maybe be careful about what you choose to put out there. I do want to say this though, because uh, several people, so many people, several people (laughs) communicated that they have a lot of fear and concern where this mm-hmm. part of parenting is concerned. Mm-hmm. And I would say, don't, you don't really don't have to be afraid because yeah. you're going to have good conversations. You're yep. going to give your kid an opportunity to build some trust with you. You're going to continue to have good conversations yep. and they may do something, you know, that you wouldn't, that you would rather they had not done with that phone. Mm-hmm. 
but I, and I have watched some of that stuff play out because of my mm-hmm. role at school and mm-hmm. there is always an, a new day, like to, yeah. you know, it's just, it's hard because it is a new level of independence, but I think by and large kids now are very educated because yeah. just because they, they get that education from every direction. They're very educated, maybe in a way that, that Caroline and Alex were not even four or five years ago about yeah. the permanence of what they say, the, the level of responsibility that's required with a phone. I do think it's kind of like seatbelts, you know, mm-hmm. like when we were kids, seatbelts were like, why do we have, yeah. what is <laughs> and, this? And now a seatbelt is, is second nature for anybody who drives a car. I yeah. do think the responsibility of a phone um, I just, I, I have seen fewer and fewer incidents every year mm-hmm. of kids and phones because they are so much more aware of, of how they, you know, can, how the decisions they make with those phones can follow them. I don't know if that's an mm-hmm. encouragement or if any, if, if people still feel like, oh no, but yeah, I don't, I think it's, I think it's a little easier now than it was even when our kids were younger. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think it's like everything. I mean, isn't that, I mean, to me, as I was sitting there listening to you, I was like, isn't that like everything with parenting? Like mm-hmm. the first month Caroline drove off in her car, I was like, oh Lord Jesus. Like I wanted to put my head between my knees mm-hmm. and whatever. And now I'm like, hey, like mm-hmm. everything's like, ma, Can where you, you going to buy? Because I need about <laughs> five things. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it totally, it's like, it just, it's the, it's the new is scary and the, and the unknown is scary. And then you adapt and you're like, oh, that ended up being fine. And, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's, it's kind of, sometimes you just have to take that leap and you can't, I just, I believe so strongly, like I really try to not ever parent out of my fear Me too. Um, when I can help it. Cause I don't think that serves any of us well. Yeah. And fear makes you, fear does not make you a better parent. I mean, fear just makes you clamp down and I think and makes you, or at least it has made me in the past, it has made me really unreasonable about things that I didn't need to be unreasonable, about. Uh-huh, but it uh-huh. feels like, it feels like control. So it feels yeah. like the right thing sometimes, but it's, it's, I, I said, I can't remember where I said it recently, but fear is a bad boss. And yes. so I think as much as we, we can not parent out of that there, yeah. you know, by and large, most kids, I think, Um, are going to handle that responsibility really well. And if for some reason they don't, well, the good thing is you get to take it away from them. Yeah. And, or you get to shut down the social media. Mm -hmm. So we tend to mention a lot of products in our various podcast episodes. And if you're somebody who likes to keep up with all the different stuff that we mention and check it out for yourself, that we put a lot of those things all in one place on Amazon. It's sort of like a one-stop shop where you can find everything from our favorite caftan to my beloved rosehip oil. You can find it at amazon.com backslash shop backslash big boo. Again, that's amazon.com backslash shop backslash big boo. You can check out everything there. And as always, you can find our other links in our show notes. Where we are right now is just me trying, you know, you start to think about, we've talked about this before. You think about your child and how they're going to be somebody's roommate and how's that going to go. Here's where we are. I texted Alex yesterday and I said, (laughs) if you leave one more load of laundry in the washing machine Uh to to the point that when I go open the washing machine, it's sour. (laughs) I am taking $25 out of your checking account to pay me for my laundry services. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that feels right. To so me. I, if, feels... listen, I, a financial penalty, that's where we are at this mm-hmm. stage in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if you take towels and you put them on the couch and you don't fold them, um, I'm taking $25 out of your checking account. Yeah. Yeah. That feels, that feels fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think it's just that thing of they, yeah. Cause you start realizing like, Oh, I need to make you a person that other people are going to want to live with. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I've been laughing cause I've been seeing all the cute girl dorm rooms, which everybody there's, there's a white bedding epidemic going on. There really That's is it. with great everybody. Accents. Lots of great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm like, I appreciate it. I think it's beautiful. It feels, I can tell that I'm a 49 year old because it feels real, like, like a dirt zone to me. Like, I'm <laughs> like, I, I feel like that's going to show a lot of dirt, Mm. Um, but whatever, if that's what you want to do. And so anyway, I've, I've noticed that, but it's, it's, I look at all those throw pillows and I'm like, Oh, Caroline's roommate would hate her because those throw pillows would never make 
get back on her bed mm-hmm. after day one of like our first picture of like, look at us, you know, like we need to learn to do things like put all our laundry in the, in the dirty clothes and that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it's, it's a date. Yeah. Deep. But here's, and here's the other thing I will say about parenting too. And this is, is, is I think I've always, I feel like Caroline knows that she can trust me. And so I feel like she's open and kids are smart. And if they feel like you've clamped down on them about everything, um, they're also sneaky. Oh, and I, <laughs> yes, ma'am. I mean, I know it's hard to look at our precious angels and think that that is true, but they will find a way. And so sometimes it's also that thing of, I would, I would rather trust her than to have her find out that she's been sneaking around my back. And so, um, you want to keep that whole thing going too. Yeah. So. I always say, I always, well, it's not always say it. I always remind myself, be mm-hmm. clear if what I'm hearing is what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I just want to know what's going on with you. Yeah. So yeah. if I'm not hearing what's going on with you, I'm, that, may, yeah. that may send my radar up a little bit. Yeah. I'm not as interested about whatever. I really, yeah. I don't really need, I don't need the Mm -hmm. break on what's going on Mm -hmm. with everybody else. Mm -hmm. I would like to know how you are and don't try to distract me by telling me what everybody else is up to. Yes. You think perhaps you were hiding something. Yes. Everybody else. I mean, because here's what you can always count on. Everybody else was always so much worse. Oh, for sure. No, uh uh-uh. No, I see you trying mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. dodge. I do. Yeah. Everybody else was so much worse. Everybody else made terrible decisions. Terrible. Listen, I was just over here trying to do the right thing always. I was just over here being a beacon of light and hope in this dark world. I was reading my Bible. I was was highlighting passages in the Psalms. Yes, I was. I was writing out my scripture memory cards. And then all of a sudden, I just, I heard these people just using the most awful. Mm -mm, Yeah. Yep. I am suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My radar is up. My radar is up. So, oh goodness. All right. We have anything else? I don't know how long we, I mean, I can see how long we've been talking, but we talked before we started recording. So I don't really know how long we've been recording. Okay. I don't know how long we've been talking either. Um, We could talk about, um, so the SEC released their uh, first game schedule. Yes, they did. Yes. um, (laughs) What's the name of my school? (laughs) Mississippi. Mississippi 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 State is playing the LSU Tigers. In the first game of the season. It feels harsh. It feels it harsh. It does. Listen, our friend Joel, who is a huge LSU fan, um, sent me a text earlier today. I'm going to read it. Okay. I can't because wait. Because this is such, to me, classic, like, early, like, preseason I respect. He said, the leech air raid against our young D and new defensive coordinator is in a relatively empty Tiger Stadium could be trouble for the Tigers. And I thought, Joel, this is why I love you because you don't really think we're trouble for your Tigers, but you're willing to give it to me. You know, you're yeah. willing, you're willing to let me have this one mm-hmm. here before the first ball is snapped. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we'll see in a relatively empty Tiger Stadium. Yeah. Sorry. How it, how it goes. Well, the Aggies, I'm going to say, we've got Vanderbilt coming to Caulfield. Yes. And I'm going to say I feel pretty good about that. I mean, no no offense to Vandy whatsoever, but I'm just going to say I feel like that is a pretty good start to the season. Um, oh, so you've got, here's, you've got Alabama at Missouri. Yes, which poor Missouri. It is a bad way to start. Florida at Ole Miss, Georgia at Arkansas, which I think will be a delightful game. Yeah. But anytime anybody's playing Arkansas other than the Aggies is a delightful game for me. I, think I just hate that particular game. Delightful game. Mm-hmm. Kentucky at Auburn, State at LSU, Tennessee at South Carolina, which could also be a delightful yeah. game. Yeah. And then Vandy at Texas A&M. Now, I'm not saying that State's game with LSU might not be delightful. I'm not saying that Florida and Ole Miss yeah. might not be delightful. Mm-hmm. But just mm-hmm. knowing what we know from those teams from last season, I, I would just say Georgia at Arkansas. I got my eye on that. I'm interested. Yeah. And yeah. Tennessee at South Carolina, also interested. So Yeah. Yeah. But here's what I'm going to say. When I look at this first week schedule, I don't hate any of it. And to me, it's a lot more exciting than like, oh, Alabama's playing Central Community College this week and right. Georgia's playing Northwest Southern Arkansas State or right. whoever. Like, I'm like, these are not like all legit games and especially that first week and as weird as the, I mean, I think all bets are off. Yeah. I think, 
you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You kind of think, okay, well, we're in it. Week one, we yeah. are in it. Yeah. Nick Saban, you don't get to warm up against Alabama Community College this you year. You, you got to go straight into Missouri. Western everybody coming to town for four uh-huh. weeks in a row. No offense, Alabama fans, but the non-conference thing is interesting. Yeah. So I got a text from our friend Catherine, who works at the SEC, that said, uh-huh. uh, this was just a little bit ago, and she said, essentially, um, thoughts at this moment, and I sent her that Jeff of Obama going, oh, yeah, that's how I feel <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> and if I, there was a Jeff that said I, I could run through a wall, I would have sent her that one, too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, I don't I know. know. It's going to be like, it's going to be weird without the stadiums being full. But I think, honestly, I think that the ESPN in particular has gotten so good at showing games because, you know, especially when it's super hot like this, people tend to leave anyway uh-huh. after halftime. Uh-huh. And so I think they've gotten pretty good at broadcasting games in, in relatively empty stadiums. Yeah. Because a lot of the stadiums, especially last year, it was stayed hot for so long, you know, and uh-huh. I don't feel like you saw a full stadium really for anything until November. Yeah. Really full until November. So yeah, that's don't true. Don't you remember how hot last year? I just remember it was hot on my birthday last year and it's always <sighs> a little breezy on my birthday. So it's right now. I don't remember it ever being cool again. I don't remember it ever <laughs> being cold. I don't, that's a, that's a, last night Perry was watching some hunting show and they were like hunting somewhere in Alaska and it was like, they were cold and wet and they were like in a tent and they were like, even the inside of this tent is wet. And I told Perry, I was like, I wish I could go there right now. Like I would camp out in a tent in Alaska right now. If you told me that I could feel cold, I just, what is cold? What is cold? I I have forgotten what cold Mm -hmm. feels like. So I know. I know. Well, that's okay. In two more months, we'll get, it'll drop down to, in fact, last night there was big news because there are chances of storms coming through today because we have a cold front coming through. So tomorrow's high is only going to be 98 instead of like 105. Well, take your Mm -hmm. coat with you wherever you go. I really will. Mm -hmm. I really will. So. All right, everybody. Well, as always, we enjoyed our time together. Yes, we did. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be back next week. Yes, we will be back, we'll, we'll be back to hear Melanie's debrief on the <laughs> on the juice cleanse, on the kale boss. And that may be the thing that really pushes me through. That may be the thing that gets me to, to next Monday is knowing that I'm going to hear about the kale boss. Oh, if I'm still here, let's just hope that I, it doesn't uh-huh. kill me. So we'll see. What if this is something you love to the point that you want to do it again? Oh, I can't even imagine that. Mm. I can't even imagine, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, I do love a juice. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll feel so good and light and happy. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I can't wait. All right. All right. Well, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye everybody. Bye y'all.